Good morning, and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. Um, I thank you for joining us and joining me in reading. We will be reading more of Aesop's fables today. I want to take a moment to let you guys know that you can be a sponsor for this podcast by simply going to anchor.fm, and there is a sponsorship button. There's also a button where you can just message me and let me know what you think about the podcast or if you have ideas for the podcast. I love sharing either classic literature or new literature written by new authors. And so um, right now, as we are finishing up some of Aesop's fables, I don't think we're going to finish all of them because there are so many. Um, Next week on Wednesday, we will begin a, a book by a new author and um, she mailed it in to me actually she mailed me two books but she asked me only to share one of them so I will be mentioning the names of both of them and sharing um, the first book of the series and following that I believe that I have another book that is coming to me from another new author that I hope to be able to share as well so all kinds of exciting new stories coming in Um, But for today, we are finishing up some classic literature, or at least continuing on with some classic literature. Like I said, there's so many Aesop's fables, I I think it's going to take me quite a while to finish them, and I figured that I'll just kind of read them in between um, while I'm waiting for new books from authors. So if you are an author and you have um, published or self-published a book for young people, um, be it children or young adults, and you want to share it on this podcast, you just contact me, and that is, uh, you can either do it through anchor.fm, or you can personally email me at teafairystorytime at gmail.com. That's tea, like the kind of tea you drink, T-E-A, fairy, F-A-I-R-Y, storytime, S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E, at gmail.com. All right, folks, we're going to get started with Aesop's Fables, The Dog and the Cook. A rich man once invited a number of his friends and acquaintances to a banquet. His dog thought it would be a good opportunity to invite another dog, a friend of his. So he went to him and said, My master is giving a feast. There'll be a fine spread, so come and dine with me tonight. The dog thus invited then came. And when he saw the preparations being made in the kitchen, he said to himself, My word, I'm in luck. I'll take care to eat enough tonight to last me two or three days. At the same time, he wagged his tail briskly by way of showing his friend how delighted he was to have been asked. But just then the cook caught sight of him, and in his annoyance at seeing a strange dog in the kitchen, caught him up by the hind legs and threw him out the window. He had a nasty fall and limped away as quickly as he could, howling dismally. Presently, some other dogs met him and said, Well, what sort of dinner did you get? To which he replied, I had a splendid time. The wine was so good and drank so much of it that I really don't remember how I got out of the house. Be shy of favors bestowed at the expense of others. The Monkey as King At a gathering of all the animals, the monkey danced and delighted them so much that they made him the king. 
The fox, however, was very much disgusted at the promotion of the monkey. So having one day found a trap with a piece of meat in it, he took the monkey there and said to him, Here is a dainty morsel I have found. Sir, I did not make it or I did not take it myself because I thought it ought to be reserved for you, our king. Will you please be to accept it? The monkey made it once for the meat and got caught in the trap. Then he bitterly reproached the fox for leading him into danger. But the fox only laughed and said, O oh, monkey, you call yourself king of the beasts and haven't more sense than to be taken in like that. The Thieves and the Cock Some thieves broke into a house and found nothing worth taking except a cock, a rooster, which they seized and carried off with them. When they were preparing their supper, one of them caught up the rooster and was about to wring its neck when he cried out for mercy and said, Pray do not kill me, you will find me a most useful bird. For I roused honest men to their work in the morning by my crowing. Ah, ah, ah! But the thief replied with some heat, Yes, I do know you, making it still harder for us to get a livelihood. Into the pot you go. The Farmer and Fortune A farmer was plowing one day on his farm when he turned up a lot of gold coins with his plow. He was overjoyed at his discovery, and from that time forth made an offering daily at the shrine of the goddess of the earth. Fortune was displeased at this and came to him and said, My man, why do you give earth the credit for the gift which I bestowed upon you? You never thought of thanking me for your good luck, but should you unluckily, should you be unlucky enough to choose what you have gained, I know very well that I, Fortune, should then come in for all the blame. Show gratitude where gratitude is due. Jupiter and the Monkey Jupiter issued a proclamation to all of the beasts and offered a prize to the one who in his judgment produced the most beautiful offspring. Among the rest came the monkey carrying a baby monkey in her arms, a hairless, flat-nosed little fright. When they saw it, the gods all burst into peal on peal of laughter. But the monkey hugged her little one close to her and said, Jupiter may have the prize to who give the prize to whomever he likes, but I shall always think my baby the most beautiful of them all. Father and Sons A certain man had several sons who were always quarreling with one another, and try as he might, he could not get them to live together in harmony. So he determined to convince them of their folly by the following means. Bidding them fetch a bundle of sticks, he invited each in turn to break it across his knee. All tried, and all failed. And then he undid the bundle and handed them the sticks one by one, when they had no difficulty at, it, at all in breaking them. There, my boys, said he, until you will be more than a match for your enemies. But if you quarrel and separate your weakness, will put you at the mercy of those who attack you. Union is strength. I'm sorry, let me read that last part correctly. There, my boys, said he, united you will be more than a match for your enemies. But if you quarrel and separate, your weakness will put you at the mercy of those who attack you. Union is strength. 
And right there, I'm going to stop for a minute and just say, sometimes they make mistakes when I'm reading, and I could go back and edit it and start all over again and read the whole thing all over again and make it seem like I'm perfect at reading. But I actually like to leave my mistakes in because I like to show to children and young people who are learning to read or who are learning to read aloud that we make mistakes and it's okay to make mistakes that we're not perfect and part of the process of learning to read and learning to read aloud is to make those mistakes and um, sometimes we acknowledge them and sometimes we don't we just correct them and keep going Um, so that's part of the reason why sometimes when I stumble or I mispronounce a word I just re-pronounce it correctly I could go edit it and try to make it look perfect but I'm not perfect and so I like to show that I'm I'm less than perfect I like to leave my imperfections in also I like to make a note um, when reading these Aesop's fables not all of them are for young ears some of them are a little bit harsh um, and the lessons in them or the language used in them could be misconstrued or misunderstood or just um, maybe above the heads of some young people so these are maybe for a little bit older audience I would say don't presume to uh, know exactly what age would be appropriate because each child develops differently but um, just using your own uh, discretion as to which what's appropriate for your kids Um, all right moving on the lamp a lamp well filled with oil burned with a clear and steady light and began to swell with pride and boast that it shone more brightly than the sun himself. Just then a puff of wind came and blew it out. Someone struck a match and lit it again and said, you just keep all right, a light and never mind the sun. Why even the stars never need to be relit as you had to be just now. The Owl and the Birds The owl is a very wise bird, and once long ago, when the first oak sprouted in the forest, she called all the other birds together and said to them, You see this tiny tree? If you take my advice, you will destroy it now when it is small, for when it grows big and the mistletoe will appear upon it, from which bird line will be prepared for your destruction. Again, for the first flax was sown, she said to them, Go and eat up that seed, for it is the seed of the flax out of which men will one day make nets to catch you. Once more, when she saw the first archer, she warned the birds that he was their deadly enemy, who would wing his arrows with their own feathers and shoot them. But they took no notice of what she said. In fact, they thought she was rather mad and laughed at her. When, however, everything turned out as she had foretold, they changed their minds and conceived a great respect for her wisdom. Hence, whenever she appears, the birds attend upon her in the hopes of hearing something that may be be for their good. She, however, gives them advice no longer, but sits moping and pondering at the folly of her kind. The Ass in the Lion's Skin An ass found a lion skin and dressed himself up in it. Then he went about frightening everyone he met, for they all took him to be a lion. 
men and beasts alike, and took to their heels when they saw him coming. Elated by the success of this trick, he loudly brayed in triumph. The fox heard him and recognized him at once for the ass he was and said to him, Oh, my friend, it's you, is it? I too should have been afraid if I hadn't heard your voice. The She-Goats and the Beards Jupiter granted herds to the She-Goats at their own request, much to the disgust of the He-Goats, who considered this to be an unwarrantable invasion of their rights and dignities. Ugh, you guys, she, Jupiter granted them beards to the She-Goats, not herds, beards to the She-Goats at their own request, request, much to the disguise of the He-Goats who considered this to be an unwarrantable invasion of their rights and dignities. So they sent a deputation to him to protest against his action. He, however, advised them not to raise any objections. What's in a tuft of hair, said he. Let them have it if they want it. They can never be a match for you in strength. I don't think I like that one. Anyway, moving on. These are really old tales, and some of them um, hmm, are maybe not so in keeping with the time, I would say. Anyway, the old lion. The lion, enfeebled by age and no longer able to procure food for himself by force, determined to do so by cunning. Betaking himself to a cave, he lay down inside and feigned to be sick. And whenever any of the other animals entered to inquire after his health, he sprang upon them and devoured them. Many lost their lives in this way, till one day a fox called at the cave, and having a suspicion of the truth, addressed the lion from outside instead of going in, and asked him how he did. He replied that he was in a very bad way. But, said he, why do you stand outside? Pray come in. I should have done so, answered the fox, if I hadn't noticed that all the footprints point towards the cave and none the other way. Have you guys noticed how the fox always seems to outfox everybody? Ha ha ha. The fox seems to always be the smart creature. All right, this is going to be um, one of our last ones. It's very short, so I might read another one after this, but the boy bathing. A boy was bathing in a river and got out of his depths and was in great danger of being drowned. A man who was passing along a road heard his cries for help and went to the riverside and began to scold him for being so careless as to get into deep water, but made no attempt to help him. Oh, sir, cried the boy, please help me first and scold me afterwards. The moral of this story is give assistance, not advice in a crisis. I really like that one. The Quack Frog Once upon a time, a frog came forth from his home in the marshes and proclaimed to all the world that he was a learned physician, skilled in drugs and able to cure all diseases. Among the crowd was a fox who called out, You? A doctor? Why, how can you set up to heal others when you cannot even cure your own lame legs and botched and wrinkled skin? Physician Heal thyself. And this will be the last one. The Swollen Fox. 
a hungry fox found in a hollow tree a quantity of bread and meat which some shepherd had placed there against their return delighted with his find he slipped in through the narrow aperture and greedily devoured it all but when he tried to get back out again he found himself so swollen after his big meal that he could not squeeze through the hole and fell to whining and groaning over his misfortune another fox happened to pass that way came and asked him what the matter was and on learning the state of the case said well my friend i see nothing for it but for you to stay where you are till you shrink to your former size you'll get out then easily enough and that is the end for the day guys that is we're almost at 17 minutes on this podcast i just want to remind you that you can find me um, at tea fairy and friends Storytime and adventures on facebook there's a page and a group and on youtube as well i have some new books that have come in this week so i have some story times planned you can go to those sites and find out what days and times the story times are i'm excited to be able to share this new literature from books with you tomorrow when i do the podcast i will have the list of all of these books on hand so that i can mention the names of the authors and the names of the books Um, most of these books can be found on amazon and barnes and noble and places like that but i believe that there's also like personal publishing sites that people can pick up some of these books i just am always so honored to be able to share the magical gifts these authors are sending me the gift of their hard work and labor imagination and creativity Um, growing up as a little girl i used to love playing dress up and i used to love reading books i also used to love collecting rocks and playing in gardens so here i am almost 50 years old and i am making my dreams come true of being able to do the things that i used to do as a little girl Um, as an adult i get to play dress up as a fairy and reads children's literature to people and i still go rock hounding and i collect rocks and i put them in my garden so um all the things that i used to do as a kid i get to do now which is really lovely i i feel very blessed i feel very blessed to be able to make acquaintance and new friends with authors all over the world who are sending me their works and their their labors of love their creativity and i get to share it with you Um, so please stay tuned and i encourage you to read read with your children and um, find the passions and things that you enjoyed doing as a kid and revisit them as adults you'll be surprised at what they'll turn out to do in your life all right that's it for today we're going into 20 minutes now I really wish you a happy day. Go and enjoy the sun. Um, It's spring for just a little bit longer, and then we're going to be into summer. How exciting. All right. Talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye.